0: What's up? What's happening? You are listening to the Midnight Podcast with Mikel Mean. and we are too high to go hell. Jaw! Hey, you! You talking to me? Are you talking to me? Hey, you! Are you talking to me? Are you looking at me? Are you looking at my face? Are you telling the truth? I want to know. What is your intentions for being here? I want to know. What is your intentions for being here right now? State your claim. Who you rapping? You better call somebody. Now it's just begun. And now it's just begun. And it's only for a moment. Said it's only for a moment. Yeah. One more time, one more time. And now it's just begun. it's only for a moment, said it's only for a moment, yo, well gone family, it's your brother from another motherland, Mr. me here right now, you're listening to, you are tuned in. You are tapped in to the Too High To Go Hell Midnight Podcast. I want to thank all of you beautiful souls for being here, for giving me your energy and your ears. Man, Too High To Go Hell is a creative expression, a year-long creative expression dedicated to the conversation of spiritual health. Spiritual health, family. What do I mean by spiritual health? When we talk about spiritual health, we are not talking in relation to your religious background, your traditional or cultural background. When we speak of spiritual health, we are talking about you as a human being and your function, yeah? We are talking about your energetic operation, yeah? Your spiritual health, right? Is about your energetic operation. So not just looking at your physical state. Not just looking at your nutritional state. Not just looking at your emotional state. Not just looking at your mental state. But how all of those things combine to navigate your experience in this life. That's right. All of those things acts as cogs in the wheel of your life. Yes? Just like... You know, when you're walking and you're running, the arms and the legs, everything, the heart, the lungs, the kidneys, everything pumps in unison, okay, to help you get to your destination. Does that make sense? Yeah? You see your turn coming up. Brain says go left, your body shifts, right? And so do your organs, right? The cartilages in your body, your skeleton. It's all there to transfer your energy around this earth, yes, around this planet, around this universe. That is what your body is literally there for. It's just a transporter of your energy, right? So when we're talking of spiritual health, guys, we're talking about how all of those things combine. Move towards your purposeful destination yes we call it a map yes when we talk about spiritual health we're talking about how your mind how your body how your emotions combine to move you along your map your mission aim and purpose in life that's what we're talking about family and so uh Thank you, Joe. So, butterfly. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. How to now get yourself in a place where you are living on purpose. Did you do that on purpose? No, it was an accident. <laughs> yeah, we want to get you to a place where, did you do that on purpose? Yes, I did. You feel me? Living your life on purpose. I didn't mean to hurt you I didn't hurt you on purpose So what did you do on purpose? Often we can always say What we didn't mean to do What we didn't mean to What our so called uh, uh, How we wasn't trying to portray, I wasn't trying to do this I wasn't, What was you doing then? <laughs> and instead of in and diving, what you wasn't trying to do. How about you take more responsibility for what you were trying to do and the outcomes of what your intentions were? This is why it's always, 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 guys, so important to revert back to your intentions when you are looking, when you are experiencing things in life, when you are uh, called to make certain decisions. This life. Yes, Is sponsored by the following oath (laughs) Heaven is my right And heaven is my responsibility One more time This live is sponsored by the oath Heaven is my right And heaven is my responsibility Why? Why do I always say that? Why do we always put that at the beginning of the live? Why? Because In the conversation of health spiritual health in particular which pertains to all your human faculties right, and your entire energetic operation the first thing we have to recognise when looking at our spiritual health is our responsibility to make it better or make it worse you have to sit from a place and this is one of the most difficult things to do because we constantly Look for someone else to blame in regards to our experience in this life. You have to take responsibility for your entire energetic operation. And so we say heaven is my right. Why do why is heaven used in this context? Because in all sacred texts, in all spiritual philosophies and cosmologies, there's always this uh, uh, higher realm of consciousness that is at the um, that is at the height of spiritual awakening does that make sense so the bible talks about heaven um, other people talk about samadhi nirvana you know all of these higher realms of consciousness and experiences so when we say heaven everyone can unanimously say that is a place of absolute pleasure delight joy thrill peace happiness, health, wealth, love, freedom, truth. And so I'm saying, as people who deserve heaven, yes, you wouldn't get so much uh, prophets, messengers, seers, and healers if you didn't deserve what they had come to give you. You do deserve heaven, right? You do. So now we have to think, think about... If we if we deserve heaven and heaven is our right, then we have to look at now what we can do to bring about happiness, health, wealth, love, peace, freedom, and truth in our daily lives. So we don't have to wait till we die. We don't have to wait till we conjure up the co- the the courage to quit our jobs, or we don't have to wait till these. We can have it right now once we understand that is it is all within the vessel that you were born in. Yes, this vessel that you constantly grow in and the only thing you have to relate with the world around you, heaven exists in this. Heaven exists in it. But we need to learn through studying, through observation, through intuition, how to truly uh, bring about that existence for ourselves. Why for ourselves? Because (laughs) Because you cannot give what you don't have cannot give what you don't have, you cannot be who you are not does that make sense? So you have to find happiness, health, wealth, love peace, truth, freedom for yourself in order to know how to educate someone else in it you cannot change a world that you are refusing to change in yourself, you cannot change anything about the world that you are refusing to change within yourself, because your life would be one big energy in contradiction to what you are saying you want. Does that make sense? How can you tell kids to not be, follow the system when you rely on the system yourself? How can you tell your kid? How can you get vexed at how, <clears throat> um, how much the youth have gone astray if you yourself are a part of the same system and are encouraging the same behaviors from that system in your child? The thing that made them that in the first place Does that make sense Don't cuss your child for being perverse But then you send them to Go school in a perverse Society How, like, I don't understand How are you going to do that If you want to know what, just look at The fruits of a society to know Don't cuss your child for being Perverse, for being sick For being, you know, low in Vibration, for being like Docile and unenthusiastic and uninspired and their dim light and want to get just revolving low vibrations when you yourself not only send them to school in the same institutions that killed your spirit but you and your life itself literally is a reflection of that same docile system that your child is trying to fight but maybe in a different way to you you see what I'm saying <clears throat> you have to go to be, to be any To live any kind of truth Yeah You have to Share any kind of truth You have to live it I'm not going to go Do boxing training With a guy Who Plants Like or with a, Who a guy Who's never done boxing before I don't want advice About uh, Electric Engineering From a person Who doesn't understand Electrics Who hasn't stuck? Do you understand you have to be able to live it and, and then confidently teach it so the work is always within yourself the work is always within you the work is always within you whatever you see out there that's messed up that's bad and it's like oh my god how dare this world it's the work and responsibility is within you because if you can see something you don't like it's, it's, if you ignore it you are literally saying yeah you are literally saying that this thing, you're almost keeping it in your reality by ignoring the thing that you don't like. And guess what? Doing something about the thing that you don't like isn't necessarily always talking about or um, or relating with the thing you don't like. You can just be and live the complete opposite and that is the perfect way to... Literally change what you don't like. Live the complete opposite of what you detest. Whatever it is that you hate out there, how selfish people are, how um, uh, messed up people are, how perverted people are, how uh, you know poisonous people or toxic people are, how whatever it is out there, you can how corrupt people are. Whatever you observe and say that is bad in the world. It is your responsibility, if you truly don't like it, is to be the exact, complete opposite. So then you stand as a representation of another thing. The problem is, right now, is not that people want to live in a particular way, is they just haven't seen another way. And if you can see another way, you are a devil if you don't do something about it. Literally. That's what a devil is. The devil is one who is who refuses righteousness. <laughs> you are a devil, cuz. If you can see righteousness and you don't walk towards it, you're a devil. You are a devil. <laughs> the devil refuses righteousness. That is it. And all of us have gotten to a place where we're like, you know what, righteousness? I'm going to put you to the side right now because uh, I see this fine little... Am I chatting shit? What's this on my lip? Am, I chatting... Am I chatting shit? We've all refused righteousness. And some of us stay refusing righteousness. <laughs> but today, honestly, refusing righteousness is just going gonna... Gonna... to... It's going to be like a serious... Our spirits are going to punish us. Not no big finger in the sky. I'm talking about you, your own spirit. You're going to get punished on your own. I'm going to get punished on my own. If I re, if I see righteousness, I don't walk towards it. If I refuse righteousness, guy. It's long. It's just long. You know, you might as well just go because the licks are too much. You know what I'm saying? You know when the beats are too much, you know what it is, yeah? I want that, I want that cookie. I want that chocolate. That ice cream is bad, but my mum said don't touch it until 6. Damn, it's only 1 pm, you know. Maybe if I just Nah, do you know what, cuz yeah? Cause and that's when that's when the wise one comes out. You know what, cuz yeah? Man tried that before, you know. And like you say, man's got man's still man's still healing. That's the kind of licks that we're talking about. And spiritual licks is something else because you can you can have a whole six pack outside, but you getting beat up spiritually and you wonder what's going on in your life. Because your man is refusing righteousness, but <laughs> So <laughs> I did digress, Kidogo. Guys, what I'm saying, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is my family, walk and accept your responsibility. Whatever you've been able to see, you might have been the one to be blessed to see it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? You are a solution to a problem out there in the world. And by you being a solution to a problem, yes, you are in turn giving yourself a power that will last longer than your life. Are you following me? Listen to this again. You are a solution to a problem. You, yes you, whoever you are, wherever you are, however you feel, however you look, whatever they told you, your life is a solution to a problem. Does that make sense? Your life is an answer to a challenge out there in the world. Your purpose in life is to find which challenge you can be a solution to that's your purpose in life the beauty of this bountiful life is that your purpose right, your answer right, and my purpose and my answer are not going to be the same the focus though should be absolute dedication to being the solution to a problem not only would that help you um, empathize with other people yes who are also on their solution journeys yes their problem solving journeys you will empathize because you are also on your own does that make sense you are constantly solving problems yes and more specific ones does that make sense You're going to be able to empathise with others. That means instead of arguing with others, you're going to find a a way to make things easier for others because you recognise they are also on their problem-solving journey. We've all been sent here to answer a problem. All of us have been sent here to answer a problem. Your duty in life as a solution is to mesh yourself with a problem. This is what we call the sacred energy exchange. Yes. The acronym for sex. Be a solution to a problem. And you will have everlasting life. You will live on. Because you are have made yourself uh, do you get what it every day you go out there and interact with someone you get the opportunity to extend your life by connecting your problem solving energy to someone's challenge and guess what you are going to have struggles in your life challenges in your life that someone else is supposed to be the answer to And by them being committed to the um, journey, the problem of the journey that they're on, they will be called to help you. And by thus extending their life in your life, listen to this: there is not, there is no stronger love than the love you have for someone who helped you when you were in need. You remember that time when you were suffering that time when you had nothing, when you was broken, when you was in a crisis, in a state of emergency, yeah, that person who stepped in at that time, almost as if God had sent them, almost if they could just say something that just changed your whole perspective, that person, you hold them somewhere so deep in your heart, that person often sometimes becomes the catalyst For the greater version of yourself. So where they are stored in your heart. As a problem solver in your life. Is in the deepest. Right. And the most loving of spaces. So by them helping you. And helping you solve a problem. They have almost attached themselves. To a perpetual prayer in your life. Meaning. I'm on my journey right now and every time I'm trying to push forward every time I'm trying to do thing, I remember those that helped me man I'm like man I came this far and this person didn't turn their back on me man I came this far and this person gave me that money when I needed it. man I came this far and this person picked me up when I was in a raid. this person let me sleep in the, on the floor of their house this person fed me this person clothed me this person this this person that and they they sit within your prayers without you even having to mention their freaking name that is what you attach yourself to when you become a problem solver fuck being a businessman fuck being a anything there is nothing else greater than to be in this life than a problem solver nothing because when you dedicate your life to solving a problem then guess what life repeats the same energy back to you problems solved all your problems solved because you are a problem solver (laughs) I got a problem you got a solver and it goes by the name of Revolver that's so great (laughs) yeah do you get what I'm saying family so whether you're writing books whether you're fixing cars, whether you're doing hair, whether you're doing therapy, whether you're creating music, whether you're painting, decorating, whether you're cutting grass, whether you're studying grass, whether you're you know sitting in the trees, hugging them and kissing them. Like, fam, whatever it is that you have figured is your map throughout this everlasting life. Your map, your mission, aim and purpose throughout this everlasting life. Whatever it is that you have found that is your uh, tool for solving problems God bless you man God bless you fam and that's gonna that's gonna be your way to navigate through your most beautifulest life that is your way that is absolutely your way fam you know that is absolutely you are here to solve a problem man And all you're supposed to do when you're young is just acquire as many skills as possible to be the greatest problem solver. Because we're not homogenous beings, yeah? Most teachers are musicians, you know? Most musicians can do plumbing, you know? Like, everyone has got a multifaceted... You should spend your life acquiring more skills to solve problems. All levels and variants of problems. So when a child meets you You are just like a fucking machine A dispensary of solutions Ooh, hoo, hoo. Ah! Ah! I love that hey, you see what, Yo, you see what I'm saying Load yourself up With skills, with knowledge With practice So that when a child meets you You become a dispensary Of solutions Wow, that's deep. Sip some of that holy water. That's it. We need to become dispensaries of solutions. They need to click our dispensary like Coca Cola, Pepsi, Sprite. How to get a man? You know? <laughs> Ah, that's funny. Do you guys say? <laughs> Children need to be able to come to us. Like a. Yo! No, no, I'm sticking with this. I like this analogy. Children need to be able to come to us, yeah? Like a vending machine. Yes? Like a problem solving vending machine. This is why you go through initiation and rites of passage throughout life to get you prepared to teach the next parts of creation. So they can be wiser than you. you get onto the same, children are supposed to come up to you. Yeah? Like a vending machine. Hmm. And and just tap one of their problems. And outside, you know, like you walk up, you got all your selections. <laughs> how to cook food. <laughs> how to get rid of man. how <laughs> to find a woman. What is this penis I have? You know where do babies come from? Why do I speak English, Daddy? You know what I'm saying? Why why do marriages last? Whatever they, they they need to be able to push, you know. How do I grow my own crops, Dad? You know? How do we build a how do we build a school? Who is God? Why do I have a willy? Why do I have a vagina? Why am I different? You need to be a problem-solving machine. (laughs) So your highest accolade should be knowledge. Absolutely, your highest accolade should be knowledge, fam. So that you can pass on as much data to your child when they walk up and select... Marriage, you know, whatever they select... Heal this wound. You know, whatever it is. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm having fun today. I'm having fun. But guys, I hope you all get what I'm saying, man. So, I'm going to do questions now. If anyone's got any questions, please throw them in the question box, man. I've been on the question thing for the last week and a bit. And like, I'm really... um. I'm really digging it. So let's do up questions, right? About Nizal, yeah? Please ask me a question. Please, sir, I want a question. Going, man. Come to with it I love questions Because of the interaction And the fact that There's a lot of things That I didn't, that I didn't speak about I want to do Yeah, I want to do I, wanna, I always want to make time For questions because um, I say a lot of things I speak a lot And so it might spark things In people's brains But you know I want to be able to Answer stuff as well. Oh what are my thoughts? What are your thoughts on self-discipline? Hmm. That's a beautiful question, man. What are my thoughts on self-discipline? Let me start by saying that when it comes to self-discipline, that is The one thing that I tried the longest to avoid in my life. Because I always thought thought that self-discipline meant the removal of fun, of thrill, of excitement, of happiness, of freedom, of love. Of all of those things that I just yearned for and it seemed like every part of life was taken away from me. School did that religion did that white supremacy did that you know what i'm saying you know self-discipline i always thought was the antithesis of living a happy life and so i always avoided self-discipline yeah however i have come to realize you know since going so far down the lack of self-discipline route and hitting so many blocks along the way, and bumps and pain, the realising that, hey man, I think I need to start becoming self-disciplined because I'm getting punched up by life, and it's, I don't, I don't like this anymore. I want to stop that from happening. So now, what happens is, and this is linking to my answer, self-discipline comes from your intentions. Yeah. What are your highest intentions for your life? Yeah? When you have identified, and it doesn't mean with my highest intentions, I want a mansion, a house in Malibu, and a Barbie doll wife, whatever. That's not, that is, doesn't always look like that. Sometimes your highest intention is, I want to wake up and bless someone's life. Does that make sense? Whatever it is, but as long as it's genuine for you, that is where your self discipline comes from. Yes, Seeing something that is looks so real and so pertinent to your soul that your whole being is desirous of manifesting, right? To the point where you start looking at yourself in every way is how can I take my vessel to this space that I have envisioned? Does that make sense? How can I take myself to this space that I have envisioned? That's when you start having self-discipline. Because now you realize there is no other life that I can live other than this one that I have seen and have tasted in at least a few of my senses. I need this life. So you start to become disciplined by way of your highest intentions. That is the only reason and the only thing that has inspired this real free spirit to insert discipline in my life. Yes? Discipline in my life in many forms in the form of food in the form of relationships in the form of energy expenditure yes in the form of energy input right in the form of uh, in my emotional relationship with life in the form of my mental relationship with life in the form of my physical relationship with life I've taken up self-discipline in all of those areas in my life no longer because it's a want, but because I've recognized based on my intentions that it is a need. <laughs> kids kids don't want to wash. There is no a kid a child does not see the need in washing until he starts to stink. Until these things develop. These things develop and you're like, wow, I'm starting to stink, I'm getting discharged, I'm getting this, I'm on my period, I'm oh my god, I need to wash. Because you've experienced the, the funk that your all your energies are in when you do not wash. A child does not know that until a certain point, and then they have inserted the discipline they need to wash their backside. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? That's what happens. So, self discipline comes from knowing your mission, aim, and purpose. And your mission, aim, and purpose is going to be led by what I call your North Star. Your highest intentions that will guide you in the directions to go in your life. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. Wow, man! Yo! Big up, you, Joe! big up you joe yo joe i want to appreciate you. you you literally tune in every day and i appreciate that energy man i just want to take the time and say that you tune in every day and you're always here and you're always very interactive man And i really appreciate that energy trust me so guys ox uh more questions man that was a dope question yeah we're gonna do um another half an hour please ask another question let's move this one that was a dope ass question um, my bro said my intentions ain't reflecting in my life yes bro bro I know man and the fact that you can say that king is more power to you than you probably give yourself credit for if you can let it come out of your mouth even in a public forum like this and, and recognise my intentions ain't reflecting my life that is a powerful thing the next step Fam, is taking those changes, those little, 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 making those little bits of changes in your daily life so that all of your intentions, fam, reflect that where you want to go, yeah? Guys, write some write some questions, fam, write some questions, people, this is your time, man, I want to, um, I want to let you guys ask me some questions, man, because even just now that question from joe was powerful amazing you know and i want to i want to do more like that <coughs> so yeah write some more questions in family family Che family tree, tree tree everyone think of a question i want a question from everyone how about that Oh shit How do you know If someone is for you Wow oh, Yay yeah, yeah, yeah. That was deep man Deep because I relate with that Very deeply I do I relate with that man Again from It's about being so... It's about being so... i got to go back a little bit, man. The reason why meditation is so important, yeah? The reason why meditation is so important because meditation gets you in line with the core of yourself. The reason why we must practice shutting out ourselves repetitively from outside influence so we can get we can turn up the volume of what our spirit is saying to us and differentiate between the voice of our mental head which is can be corrupted and the voice of our spiritual guidance yes the practice of meditation and not just um and ah in your house, those things are beautiful, but those things, there's levels to get to that state of comfortability. The practice of just shutting things off and breathing and sitting in peace and allowing thoughts to flow through you until you are in a state of, of stillness, fam, that is going to help you get more in line with your highest intentions. Once you are truly in alignment with your highest intentions, it's going to be very difficult for you to live a life in contradiction of those highest intentions. Do you follow me? I'll say that again. Once you are in line and you spend dedicated time, allotted time, to understanding your highest intentions through meditation, through silence, through Chesarojo, dancing with your spirit and then allowing yourself to be in tune, but shutting off outside influences. The more and more you're in alignment with your highest intentions, is the more and more it's going to be very difficult for you to make any decision that contradicts that. Therefore, you will start to see who and what is right for you in your life you will start to see and feel it not even based on them and what they do or say but based on what you know you need to follow based on your highest intentions this is why it's so important to live a life based on love not fear because when you when you go in the direction of love, you will always recognize when you're doing something in love. Therefore, always being able to choose love. There, Therefore, always being able to communicate love, even in tough situations. Even in situations where you have to separate from someone. There's still a way to communicate love. There's still a way to, to tell someone you're not interested in uh, something in love. You get what I'm trying to say, and so that is a. I understand how difficult that place is for you, because when we're to, when we're dealing with relationships, we attach our our relationships us. We have to really um, call on wisdom. Yes, when we are wanting to relate with someone in any capacity, we have to call on wisdom. Because a lot of us drown in relationships and don't understand why. But because we've attached our physical body, our emotional body, our mental body to this being. You have almost through sex and intimate relating, you have become a unified energy. But what happens when those energies are at odds with each other? Because you realize later on that actually, I wasn't following my highest intentions when I got with this person. I was in, I was, I was following my emotional addiction. I was following my physical addiction. I was uh, following my mental and psychological. Addictions, then you get a glimpse of your highest intentions, and boom, that person no longer reflects, but you've attached your all those faculties, all your addictions is layered with that person. They've now become an extension of all your weaknesses. That's why letting go of someone even when you realise they're not right for you is absolutely mission impossible sometimes. Unless you are doing the work on becoming emotionally balanced, mentally balanced, physically balanced, nutritionally balanced, so that it's easier your whole experience and relationships are always on the balance. They may tinker one side, tinker the other side, but you always are in relationship with your balance. The problem is when you go all the way out there and having to come back to your centre and detaching yourself from another human being you have gone pop, pop and pop to. Yeah, you've had sex on all earthly levels with this person. Detaching yourself from that person is literally like cutting off a limb. Literally. Literally. Like cutting off a limb. Look at me banging up tables. Yes? It's literally like that, fam. So it's not an easy thing. But when it must be done, it has to be done. Or you're going to continue to suffer. And then if you continue to suffer, you're going to continue to make them suffer. And then they're going to... If they're not emotionally balanced, which they're probably not, because you ain't, they're going to take it out on you. Yes? And you're going to become their emotional enemy because you are no longer feeding their addictions. And you're going to become their emotional enemy because you're not feeding their addictions, does that make sense? Yes. Take action now, if it is your truth. The first piece of action to take is getting in alignment with your highest intention so that you know when you make the decision to go left or right to stay with or leave someone, you are absolutely fine with that choice. Does that make sense? Yes. The only way you get confident in your choices is by being confident in your mission, aim and purpose, being confident in your highest intentions. No, I don't want to I don't want your drugs. I don't because I understand my intentions. No, I do not eat that. I understand my intentions. No, I do not get into relationships with them because that is and I understand my highest intentions, no. I keep my hair like this, no. I wear these clothes, I read these books, I listen to this. Whatever it is, for you. For you. When you understand your highest intentions, that is where, again, back to Joe's further question, that self-discipline comes from, and with self-discipline, you get to know yourself. When you can control yourself, and have dominion over yourself, It's because you know yourself. Like when you see the African man walk into the jungle and sit with the lion, walk with the lion, walk up to the lion's food and take it in front of the lion. Lion don't do shit. It's because the man knows the lion. The man knows the beast. So the man controls the beast. Man is a beast. Man is a beast. He has beast in him. Yes, woman is a beast. She has beast in her if you don't take time to know the beast then control the beast then the beast will be the one that devalues you the beast will have you running away from your righteousness so you will be a devil unto yourself oh when now I didn't want to drink but I just couldn't help drinking devil unto yourself Oh, man, I didn't want to do it, but, you know, like, oh, man, but, like, he said certain things to me, and, oh, he made me feel so good, so I just, devil unto yourself. Oh, man, I didn't want to cheat, you know, but she was just too fine, you know, she was too sexy, man, oh, how can I just let that up, man, I can't let that up. Devil unto yourself. I'm talking like this because I know it, I know it, this is me, fam. I'm talking like this because I know it. I know, I've seen myself, I've observed myself I'm like, Mikel devil unto yourself, blood Devil unto yourself, my dear. Devil, Rupert I've looked at myself sometimes And think about some things that i done I'm like, yo The only person Devil is one that devalues You see the word devil, devalue devil It comes from the same word That's one that devalues You are the biggest devil in your life Because, look, I can blame a girl. Imagine I sleep with a girl. Yeah? Sleep with a girl. And she's got bad energy after that. Or I come. Or I sleep with a girl and I walk away with a STI. She gives me an infection. Or I sleep with her and all of a sudden, she's telling people, talking about my name. Telling people how I did a madness in the bedroom or whatever. Whatever happens. You are the one that allowed it. Did I not... Did I not whip my shit out and allow you to get on top? Huh? So I have to take responsibility for the repercussions of my beastly actions. I have to. I don't care what the girl does afterwards. You are the one that gave her permission into your soul. You are the one. Don't talk to me about the system. You're the one that gives them permission into you. you get what I'm saying so (laughs) we have to take this all goes back to it responsibility taking responsibility knowing what you need what you want and living in accordance with that (sighs) fam real talk man this is why I like questions, fam. This is why I like questions, because you look make me do the most. You look make me do the most. You lot, like, triggering me and stuff, like... <laughs> but it's real talk, man. You could cuss everyone outside of you. He made me do it. She made me feel like this. She made you feel? What? Pause the track. She made me feel. He made me feel. Nah Nah No No I know it sounds crazy But no one can make you feel anything No one can make you feel anything You, based on what you take from what someone gives you Is what you feel Does that make sense? what can make you feel based on where you're energetically at now here's where i empathize with all of us right now because we are basically very immature in the uh, understanding of energetic engineering we're very immature in understanding that all of us because school college even uni doesn't even doesn't even give us the curriculum we don't even have access to that curriculum most of us I mean we have it now but in our in our culturing in our rearing we were, most of us were brought up in survival mode most of us were brought up in fear not love so how can we understand our power to choose to receive something or not how are we supposed to understand that power unless we get in a position where we can see that no one can make you feel anything They were tools for you to experience what's already in you. If fear is not in you, no one can make you feel fear. If fear is not in you, no one can make you feel fear. Look, I had a gun pulled out on me when I was a teenager. I froze. The first time a gun was pulled on me, I froze. I was like, yo. The second time a gun was pulled on me, I ran for my life. But I've been around friends where a gun is pulled on them, and they're just walking towards the guy like, "Yo, kill me, shoot, man, shoot me." Do you get what I'm saying? That's a di- that is now the same thing happened to me and my friend, but we had two different responses. I wasn't on it. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I had fear in me. He had no fear. He literally said, shoot me. You get what I'm saying? So, how can someone make you feel anything? No, don't work like that. Me and him have the same faculties. The only difference between me and my friend in that moment was was what we had what we knew about ourselves. <laughs> what we had already challenged in ourselves. He clearly played with life. A few more times than me. (laughs) Do you get what I'm saying? So he didn't have that fear. (laughs) You know? Hold on. Okay. Another question. Do you think wealth, financial security is a side effect of walking in your true power? Yo! Yo, hold on. Before I answer that question, yeah? I wanna get something up. Hold it. Sick? Okay. Uh-huh. Cool. So do you think wealth, financial security is a side effect of walking in your true power? The shortest answer is absolutely yes. Yes, yes, yes. Caveat. 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 Wait for the caveat. Yeah. Now, the problem is with that simple answer is what you believe wealth and security is. It goes back to that example that I gave with my friend in that situation. Security in that moment meant two different things to me and my friend. It's all based on your perception and understanding and relationship with life. Does that make sense? All of us want to be wealthy, meaning live in abundance. All of us want to be wealthy. The ability to get what you need when you need it. The ability to manifest what you need when you need it. That is an absolute side effect... Of living in your true power. You are not supposed to be poor. You can be broke... Because by def—by def- definition... Broke means you don't have... Money in your hand, pocket or bank account. That's what broke means. But I know people who don't need money. There's people out here in Africa... Who just inherited land, livestock, they do their own uh, um, irrigation, they do their uh, own, they built their own home, they got their own, uh, bruh, they're literally living off their land, but by western standards, that person is broke. But actually, supremely wealthy. Because they not only be able to suffice all their needs, the way they suffice all their needs actually puts them more in touch with the natural world around them. I do think wealth and financial security is a side effect of walking in your true power. However, I believe we need to open the lens of our understanding of wealth. And open up the lens... Of our ability to command and manifest what we need when we need it. Our necessities to life. Because if the danger of looking at wealth only in financial secure terms. Is to really uh, divide yourself into someone who only needs uh, material upkeep. Does that make sense? You need more than material upkeep. As you can see, why is it that multi-millionaires fall into depression? Why did one of the most beautiful spirited men in the, that I've observed in Hollywood hung himself? Why did Robin Williams hung, hang himself? Why? He's beautiful, people love him, he's a wonderful spirit, but the man hung himself. He's got all the money in the world by our worldly perceptions the man should be living his in like him and jesus should be like road ducks because he's reached the pinnacle of life but no when financial security yes and financial wealth and monetary wealth becomes your only understanding yes of um security abundance yes in life then you are in for danger there is more places you need to be secured yes there is more places that you need to be abundant in you need to be abundant in the wealth of your emotions how about that you need you need to be so abundant in emotions that you are able to pick the emotion that you want to live in does that make sense You need to be so abundant with emotions that when one emotion comes to you, you're just like, nah, it's cool. I'm gonna go with this one joy. I'm gonna go with contentment. I'm gonna go with gratitude. I'm gonna go with peace. Does that make sense? This ain't no airy fairy thing. If you take what I'm saying for airy fairy, bro, man, you got the data. You've got the data. If financial security was the only thing you were supposed to secure in this world, family. Black people would be free already. We wouldn't have the we wouldn't have the discussions about white supremacy and ah, ah, ah no one be campaigning for nothing. Africa would be free because there are billionaires all over Africa, multimillionaires all over in the black community in America. So what are we talking about? That's not all you need. You need to be abundant in mental health. Mental wealth. The ability to use your mind. To use your mind to manifest what you want at will. That's where you need to be abundant. You need to be abundant in commanding your mind to do the will. That you have recognised is right and good for you. Wealth is not only limited to financial security fam. How many wealthy men get manipulated? How many financially wealthy men get emotionally manipulated by women? How many... How many women get emotionally manipulated, psychologically manipulated by men? Even if they have money. We have to be able to build wealth on all levels of our being. Physically, emotionally, yes? Psychologically and aligning those so we have it spiritually. Which is your energetic operation. Wealth is everywhere. Wealth is absolutely 360 degrees. It's your entire being. Everything. 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 now listen to me. So, yeah. By all means, family, absolutely build financial wealth. You know what I think financial wealth is good for? Right? Is is encouraging yourself to do something great. But not because of financial wealth, but as it being a byproduct of something that you live for. Like, I'm wealthy now. And when people start looking for me because I'm clearly financially wealthy it's gonna be all based on my highest intentions of life. That means if someone comes up and juices my bank account for all the millions that I will have, it's absolutely fine. Why? Because at this level, right now, chest out the door, barefoot, I'm still wealthy. So this shit don't mean nothing. Get your wealth right now. And when you get material wealth, when you do have that boat, plane, house with four bedrooms, big garden, children, cows, Or clothes, whatever you desire. When you have it, if it goes, it doesn't freaking matter. It will be like a freaking apple in the wind. Because you know where it truly lies. That's the way to enjoy this year's earth experience. Yo, big up you lot self. I'm getting the 20 second countdown. Few announcements. If you want one-on-one spiritual health coaching, DM me now. And we can do that uh village link up this december i want to see you guys in africa we've got seven day experience that's going to change your life man bless up Wa wow, guan family thank you for tuning in to the Two how to go hell podcast a spiritual health conversation for the millennial generation are you tapped in i want to thank everyone for supporting listening sharing and contributing to this podcast And as I hope to create more, I would also like your support financially via the GoFundMe or PayPal links on my Instagram page or my website, which is worldchangerlife.com. If anyone out there listening would like one-to-one spiritual health coaching where we can dive deep into your personal journey, then please hit me up at info at worldchangerlife.com. Alternatively, send me a DM on the gram above all thank you for your ears thank you for your energy peace in love out